just wanted to come on here for a few minutes tonight. Uh, and, and I'm sorry it's so late getting on here. We've, um, we've been in Oklahoma City for the majority of the day uh, with a cheer competition for our daughter. Um, so they did awesome. So, uh, However, I just wanted to come on. So if you'll give me just a few minutes... Um, I'm also recording my podcast on here as well, so if you guys on the podcast are listening to it, don't know who, who I'm talking to, I'm sorry, it'll be okay. I'm trying something different tonight. So, give me just a second, let me share this. I've actually pulled it up on my iPad here, so I am going to share now. So, what I want to talk to you guys about tonight is, are you task-oriented, or are you relationship-oriented when it comes to the Father? Um, Do you spend more time serving others, or serving Him, rather than spending more time in a relationship with him. So what I want to do is I want to go ahead and just jump right on in and let's go to Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10. I'll give you guys just a second let you get there. Alright. Alright. I'm going to go to Luke chapter 10, verse 38. I'm, I'm going to talk to you tonight about Mary and Martha. Um, Mary and Martha are two sisters that have a very, very different outlook on things and, and a way of, of, very different way of thinking. So, I'm going to go ahead and read and then I'm going to get started. Luke chapter 10, verse 38. Now it happened as they went, as they went, that he entered a certain village, and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was distracted with much serving, and she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore tell her to help me. And Jesus answered her, answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things. But one thing is needed, and Mary has chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her. Like I said, these two sisters have a very different outlook on things and a very different way of thinking. Mary, when Jesus walked into the home, she decided what she was planning on doing. She stopped. All that she was doing to get the house ready to sit at the feet of the Father and listen to all he had to say, to soak it in, to to be there with the Father. Now Martha, on the other hand, she kept on working to get the house ready and and doing stuff and, and cooking and cleaning and, and, and all of that. 
which the serving part is not bad if you can get the right mixture of serving and relationship. But we'll get into that in a minute. Martha was so task-oriented that she even went to Jesus and said, Hey, Jesus, dude, listen here. Mary just kind of dropped what she was doing. She dropped the ball on it. And, and she was irritated and frustrated so much so that she said, Hey, Jesus, tell her to help me. Tell her to help me. She was so focused on the task that she wasn't so much worried about the relationship with the Father that Mary was trying to have. And Jesus looked at her and said, Martha, you're worried and troubled about many things. One thing is needed, and Mary has chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her. So, that made me think of a few things. And, and, I, and I have a question that I want to ask you. As sons and daughters of God, when you go to church on Sunday morning or Wednesday night or Sunday night, however your, your church services go, how many of us neglect or ignore the presence of the Father when He walks in the room? I'm going to ask you that one one more again. How many of us ignore or neglect the presence of the Father when He walks in the room? And, and I'm going to take it just a little bit further. And, and as you're serving in church, whether it's on the worship team or in the sound booth or in, in kids' ministry or ushers, greeters, sir, uh, security, prayer team, wherever you're at, when the presence of God, when God walks into the room, how many people neglect his presence and just keep on doing what they're doing? Because, guys, I'm going to tell you, the Father just wants us to have a relationship with him. I'm going to say that one again. The Father wants us to have a relationship with him. Guys, that is the reason we were created in the first place. Was to have a relationship with God. So right now we're going to turn over to Leviticus. I'm, I'm taking it old school for for just a few minutes, and and then I'm going to bring it back. So we'll go over to Leviticus. When we get over to Leviticus, we are going to go to chapter 26. All right, so I'm actually going to close out of my iPad. Wow. All right. 
So, if you're in Leviticus, you're going to go to chapter 26. Let's go to verse number 12. Actually, I'm going to read verse 11 and then into verse 12. And probably down to 13. Uh, Leviticus 26, 11 says, I will set my tabernacle among you, and my, shul, my, soul, shul, my soul shall not abhor you. I will walk among you. This is verse 12. This is the one I want you guys to pay attention to. I will walk among you and be your God, and you shall be my people. Verse 13 says, I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, that you should not be slaves. I have broken the bands of your yoke and made you walk upright. He says, I will walk among you. From the very beginning of creation, it was God's desire to have a relationship with us. And because of that relationship with us, it will allow him to show his goodness and his glory through us. And it will also allow him to show his blessings to us. God wants us to be in the closest, most intimate relationship possible with him. However, I'm not going to say but because but cancels out everything before. However, he can't do that if we neglect to have that relationship with him. If we refuse to sit with him and talk with him and commune with him and to read his word. And it, it, is even, it, it isn't even about that. It's just sitting and listening to him. Letting him talk and you do the listening. God gave you two ears and, and one mouth for a reason. He wants you to listen more than he wants you to talk. He wants you to hear what he has to say, when he has to say it. And, and in order for that to happen, you have to realize and recognize and not neglect and ignore the presence of God when he walks into the room. I'm just saying, you, you have to have that intimate relationship with him. If we neglect to have an intimate relationship with him because we're so caught up in the service of others that we forget about God, our relationship with him, our, our service of others, actually, let me, give me just a second. We get so caught up in serving that we forget about God. It's our relationship with God, not our service of others, that will always determine how much impact, how much we impact the lives of others. And what I mean by that is, let's go back a little bit. What I mean by that is, it's the fruits of our relationship with Him that's going to impact the lives of others that we come into contact with more so than our service 
to others. If that makes any sense. Um, I know in my in my head it makes perfect sense. Um, but sometimes um, I've got a million and one thoughts going through my head. Y'all probably don't want to live in my head. Um, I'm just saying. Um, it's our relationship with Him. Not our service of others that will always determine how much we impact the lives of others. Alright. So, that being said, let's go to Revelation chapter 3. I told you I was going to kick it old school for a minute, then I was going to bring it back. Let's go to Revelation chapter 3. Revelation chapter 3, let's, let's go to verse 20. Verse 20 says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. He stands at the door and he knocks. I will come in with him and dine with him and he with me. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and dine with him and he with me. He's standing at the door. He's knocking. Are you going to let him into the room? Are you going to open up the doors of your heart? Are you going to let him in and have a relationship with him? See, God wants to commune and have a relationship with, wants us to commune and have a relationship with him. He wouldn't be standing at the door knocking if he didn't. When somebody comes to your house and they knocks on your door, what do they want? Nine times out of ten, they want to come in. They want to hang out. They want to sit down. They want to talk. They might want to have a, a steak. They might want to have a piece of cake. But they want to have a relationship with you. They want to have a relationship with you. God wants to commune and have a relate wants us to commune and have a relationship with him. He desires that. We need to desire that as well and open the door of our hearts and let him in. So, I'm going to get a little bit personal right now. Today I urge you, don't get so caught up in the task of serving God. That you set aside, forget, or neglect, ignore the relationship with God. Say it again. Don't get so caught up in the task of serving God that you set aside, forget, neglect, ignore 
the relationship with God. Here's where it gets personal. My wife and I, we've been there. We've been there. We both have a servant's heart. We just, we, that, that's our thing. We love to serve others. We love to serve God by serving others. However, we became so caught up in doing the tasks of serving that when we got to church every Sunday, it was like we were clocking into work. We were punching our ticket. And, and I say that because it's it's 100% true. We were rarely in service. We didn't get a chance to sit in service and sit and, and actually sit in and soak in the presence of the Father. We were over a ministry at, at, at a church, at, at our church that we, we attend. And we got so caught up in doing the task that the task took precedence over the Father. That's real. That, that's real talk. Um, and when we were able to sit in service, we were... We were focused so much on what was going on in the area of ministry that we were overseeing that God went to the back of our mind instead of the forefront. Instead of being right here, God was either here or here. He, was, he, he wasn't the, the number one thing we needed to focus on. He wasn't the number one thing that we were focusing on. We were so task-oriented that we lost a relationship with the Father. And that's on nobody but, but my wife and I. That's, that's on us 100%. It really put a strain on us. Our time, thoughts, energy, everything we did was so consumed with serving and our relationship with people became so important that our relationship with the Father, our relationship with the One who made us, who who saved us, who helps us, our helper in our times of need, our relationship with Him suffered so much because we were so worried about serving others. We were so worried about our relationship with others that our relationship with Him took a back seat. And we justified it by saying that we are serving God by serving the people. And that we were doing it all for God. In, in our minds we were. But it takes more than head knowledge to do anything. You, it, it's got to drop from here to here. You have to know that here. 
Maybe he was immaturity. Maybe it was immaturity. Maybe we weren't ready. I do know that God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. So he he's going to teach you. He's going to equip you regardless of if you're qualified to do something or not. Sorry, give me a minute. Simplify. Hoorah. set that back over there out of the way. I don't want it to spill. Maybe it was immaturity. Maybe we weren't ready. Maybe we just filled our plates too full. And a lot of times that's what it is. Um, every area in the church, they need volunteers. Volunteering and serving in the church, I'm not saying don't do it. But you have to have a healthy mix in there of, of serving and relationship. You've got to be able to juggle it. You've got to be able to do it. And you've got to be able to, to do it well. We filled our plates way, way, way too full. We had stuff that we keep getting piled on, piled on, piled on, piled on. And, and... Hey, Charlie, will you do this? Hey, Charlie, will you do that? Hey, Julie, will you do this? Hey, Julie, will you do that? And and we have such a servant's heart, so much so that we had a hard time saying no. So we filled our plates too full and we spread ourselves too thin. It didn't leave much room, much wiggle room at all for a relationship with Father. But I can tell you one thing that was for sure. Our relationship suffered. Our relationship with God suffered. Our personal relationship suffered. Our, I mean, that, and that's another story for another time. We're not going to get into that. Um, but because our relationship here wasn't as strong, wasn't where it needed to be, our relationships here, I mean, they seemed fine. They seemed great. Had some amazing friends. Still got some amazing friends. But our impact on our impact here wasn't there because our relationship here wasn't there. We needed to take a step back. We knew we needed to step back away from, from serving for a while and, and Honestly, we stepped back for quite a while. I mean, almost two years before we even... I mean, yeah, I'd pass a bucket every now and then, but I didn't serve. I mean, I didn't serve at all. I may have caught, you know, when they were doing a prayer line. Um, I may have passed a bucket. I may have done a count. Um, but as far as actually... Being put on a schedule to serve, I didn't for two years. Um, just recently started helping out with our worship team um, and, and started filling in um, a, a few times ushering. But it was God that gave me the release to do that. That wasn't Charlie. That wasn't me. That wasn't anything I decided to do. That was God telling me, you know what, 
It's all right. Go ahead. Go ahead. We knew we needed to take a step back from the task. And that's what we did. We took a much needed step back from the doing and a step forward into the intimate relationship with the Father that we desperately wanted and that we needed. We needed to be able to, when he walked in the room, to be able to sit at his feet, to soak in his presence, to listen to every word that he said. We needed to get away from the serving for a little bit. We needed to bask in his in, in his presence. We needed to soak in his presence. We needed to feel his embrace. And like I said, recently we both decided to step back into serving. But it's nowhere like it was. I, I, I'm not serving every week. My wife's not serving every week. Um, and and whenever we do serve, God gets all the glory for, for everything that goes on. I mean, it's, it's not about us. It's never been about us. It's always been about Him. But in our mind, was task after task after task after task after task after task. And, oh, my Lord, are we going to be able to get this done? What do we need to do? Ah. Instead of focusing on a relationship with Him, we focused on what was laying out on the plate before us. I'm, I'm going to tell you something that, that God just kind of, that God laid on my heart whenever I was writing this. Um, he brought to my remembrance the verse, you know, faith without works is dead. However, works without a relationship with the Father and faith in Him is just work. Faith without works is dead. However, works without a relationship with the Father and faith in Him is just works. Guys, I've, I've made a lot of changes in my life over the last several months. I've had a few aha moments, if you will. I've caught a lot of revelation on some things. And this was just one of them. So I'm going to leave you guys with this. Actually, I'm not going to leave you with this. I'm, I'm going to ask everybody that, that's watching and, and everybody that's listening on the Studio 412 Ministries podcast um, we do have a podcast. It is available on Apple Podcasts. It is available on Spotify. It is available on Breaker, um, Google Podcast. Just look up Studio 412 Ministries, and, it, and guys, it's right there. So, I'm going to ask anybody that's watching this, that's going to watch this, that is going to share it to others so others can watch it, and anybody that's listening to the podcast right now, guys, if you're so caught up 
in the task of serving. Look at where you're at. Take a step back. Don't be afraid to say, you know what, I can't do that. I, not this week. I need to be able to sit in the presence of the Father. It's okay. They'll find somebody else that'll step in and serve. And I think that was the hardest thing for me, was stepping back because I was afraid that nobody else would step up. And, and I think that's why I served as hard as I did for so long. And, and my relationship with God, my relationship with my wife, my relationship with my family... It all suffered because of my willingness and desire and want to serve. And, and, and I was, in my mind, I was doing it for the right reason. I was doing it for God regardless. But God wasn't my focus in it. My focus in it was the task. So guys, if you need prayer, message me. Message my wife here on Facebook. Um, you can email me at studio412ministries at gmail.com. You'll get answered. You'll get answered. And if you're one of the if you're one of the few that actually has mine and Julie's personal phone numbers, call us. Talk to us. If you need anything, let me know. If you need anything, let Julie know. We are here to help you in any way that we can. However, our relationship with the Father always, always, always comes first. And we don't do anything without Him anyways. I mean, that's just, that's a given in all of it. We don't do anything without the Father. So, please... Let us know. We'll do whatever we can to help you. Anytime, day or night. Um, if anybody that's watching, going to watch, will watch, um, or listen to the podcast, if you need healing in your body, let us know. And I'm actually going to pray for you right now. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I just thank you for this day. And I thank you for the blessings you've given us. Father, I just thank you for supernatural healing for anyone that is watching this video or listening to this podcast, Father God. I just thank you right now for healing in their body. Any sickness, any ache, any pain, any disease, any virus, any symptom, any sniffles, any cough, any headache. Father God, I just thank you right now that that has to go in Jesus' name. That they are made whole, they are made well, that there's no adverse reactions to anything, Father God. I just thank you that they are healed right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. So guys, I thank you for taking the time to join me 
tonight for Inside the Studio. I know it's a little late. Like I said, we were in Oklahoma City at a cheer competition for the majority of the day, and we'll be back there tomorrow. Guys, I'll keep you posted as to how the Little Ones team does. They did amazing today. So, guys, just keep them in your prayers. I want to leave you with one final thought. One final thought, and then I'll pray, and then we'll, we'll end it tonight. And then we'll be back next week. Um, Got to pray out what I'm going to be speaking on next week. And hopefully my partner in crime will be sitting over here beside me. And we can do this together. So, I'm going to leave you with this one final thought. Guys, in a world full of Marthas, be merry. In a world full of Marthas, be merry. Be the one that does not neglect the relationship. The real, intimate relationship with the Father. Ladies and gentlemen, I urge you today... Be the Mary in a world full of Marthas. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I just thank you for this day. I thank you for the many, many, many blessings that you've given us, Father God. Father, you are so good. You are so good in your mercy. It endures forever, Father God. We just praise you. We honor you. We glorify you, Father God. We lift you up, Father. We just thank you for all that you've done, Father God. We thank you for who you are. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to get to have a relationship with you. Father, we just thank you. We thank you. We praise you. You are holy, holy, holy. You are holy, holy, holy. And Father, we just thank you that as we go through the rest of our night, Father God, and as we rest, Father God, we just thank you for good sleep. We thank you for a good night sleep tonight, Father God. We thank you for your protection, Father God. We thank you for your angels that, that surround our home, Father God. We thank you for the angels that surround our beds, Father God. We thank you that we have a, a nice home and, and a, a comfortable bed, Father God, to, to sleep in. And Father, we just thank you for all that you do. Father God, we just thank you for financial prosperity for anyone that may be watching, Father God. We thank you for healing in the bodies of those that may be watching that need it, Father God. We thank you that if anybody doesn't know you, Father God, that they come to know you. Father, they come to know you and they come to have a relationship with you, Father God. Because you are good. You are so good. You are a good Father. And your mercy endures forever. And Father, I just thank you that as people watch this and as people listen to this, Father God, they didn't hear Charlie. They didn't see Charlie, but they saw you and they heard you and your voice coming through me. They heard your words coming through me, Father God. And I thank you for eyes, Father God, for eyes to see what you would have me to see, ears to hear what you would have me to hear, Father God, and a heart to obey every word that comes out of your mouth. Because, Father God, I know that it is in that willing, uncomfortable obedience, Father God, that you can and will truly move and work in our lives. So, Father, I just lift up Gabby and her team, Father God, as they 
finish up their competition tomorrow for, for the all-star cheerleading. Father God, I just thank you for her coaches. I thank you for the parents, Father God. I thank you for the children. Father God, I thank you that they're going to go out and they're going to hit, Father God. They're going to hit zero. They're not going to have the, any deductions, Father God. And they're going to to go out there and they're going to be a light for you, Father God. And they're going to win first place, Father. And regardless of the outcome, they honor you, Father, through it. They glorify you through it, Father God. That they don't do anything because it's, they don't do anything without you. That you are always in their mind. You are always in their thoughts, Father God. Father, I thank you for the coaches. I thank you for the wisdom that you have given each of them, Father God. I thank you for just all that you do in, in that gym, Father God. I thank you for the owner, the coaches, the, the parents, the staff, the faculty, Father God. I just thank you for who they are. So, Father God, I just, I love you. I love you. And I thank you for everything. In Jesus' name. Amen. So guys, again, I want to thank you for joining us. I want to thank you for, for taking time out of your night to listen and to watch. And I hope y'all have a wonderful evening. And I hope you have a wonderful and blessed day tomorrow. Have a good night. God bless you. Thank you for joining us joining us on Inside the Studio. Bye bye.